Get up, get up, get up, get up. to decide who can join and I've changed my mind. I want you in Claire. I like your heart, your commitment, your passion. But I didn't pass the 55 DX. I know, but there is another way to join. Really? How? I'll do the 55 DX test for you. If I pass it, you're in. What? Really? You would do that for me? Yeah, I want you in the club. But your hair, it's so curly and long and black and pretty. I, I know. And what about your ribs and your spleen and your face? It really, really, really hurts when you splat on the water. I know. And what about the novel? Have you been practicing? It's so hard to remember all the words at once. Don't worry, Claire. I know it will hurt physically, mentally, emotionally, but I'm prepared to make those sacrifices for you. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. You're amazing. So kind. Okay, here's the scissors. Snip away. How do I look? Different? I'm not a very good hairdresser, sorry. I like different. Okay, hold my towel. I've got a belly flop to do. Are you sure? I won't tell anyone if you just do a pencil jump. I have to do a full face belly flop, Claire, or I don't pass the 55DX test. If I don't pass, you don't pass. Okay, okay, belly flop away. Five, four, three, two, one. And maybe a bit bent. Oh, I'll live. Now test me on the novel. I'm reciting the whole thing. The whole novel? In one sitting? But I just got asked a few pointed questions. I know, but it's important that I complete the whole recital absolutely perfectly. But you're shivering and we'll be here for hours. Claire, I'll do it for you. Go on then, recite. Bilbo laughing and handed him the tobacco jar. The end. The end! You recited the whole book perfectly. Not a word missing. You're amazing. Well, I did it for you. How can I ever thank you, Deb? You've washed your beautiful hair, your nose is bent, and you've stood here for hours reciting The Hobbit. What I couldn't do, you completed perfectly. It had to be perfect, Claire. I, Deb, as bold 
boss of the pink girls, pronounce you officially awesome. Here's your pink tutu. You're in. Get up, 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 get up. Get up, 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 get up. Dad, I have to say, the pink girls require quite a sacrifice. Extreme haircuts, crushed spleens, bent noses. Yeah, Deb sacrificed a lot of herself for Claire, didn't she? She must have really wanted Claire in the pink girls. Woo! Come on! Jesus was a bit like Deb. He completed all of God's laws perfectly. For us. Because we couldn't. So of all people, Jesus deserved life. Not punishment and death. We are the ones who deserve punishment and death for our sins. But he willingly and lovingly made the ultimate sacrifice for us as sinners. Jesus died so that we could live. Now that's amazing love. He must really want us in heaven with him forever. Woo! Come on! So now we are completely forgiven. Set free from our sin once and for all. Perfect because Jesus is perfect. Woo! No more hair sacrifices. No more bent noses. No more crushed spleens. No more hobbit mental strain. No more good works for the sake of earning God's favour. No more trying really, really, really hard in order for God to love us. Really? Why not? Because he already does love us. We know that because of Jesus. Now we have got a bit ahead of ourselves, haven't we? We're only up to chapter 2 of Luke. Jesus has only recently been born. <laughs> what are we talking about his death for? Well, the simple answer to that question is that if we only see Jesus as a cute little baby in a manger, then we miss out on the main reason Jesus came to earth. That is, to save us from our sins. We read about Jesus dying on a cross and rising from death right at the end of Luke. That's too long to wait. Let me tell you a story about a great preacher in Chicago called Mr. Moody. Oh, is he one of the Mr. Men, like Mr. Happy and Mr. Messy and Mr. Tickle? One Sunday night, October the 8th, 1871, Mr. Moody spoke to a massive audience about a verse in the Bible. Luke chapter what? Not from Luke this time, but the book of Matthew. I have a cousin called Matthew. Matthew chapter 27, verse 22. And it says, What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? Mr. Moody invited people to think about their response over the next week and then come back with their decision. I don't need a whole week. But while the very meeting was still finishing off, the roar of fire engines whistled past on the street outside. The great Chicago fires were burning the city down. Before daylight broke the next day, much of Chicago lay in ashes. More than 17,000 buildings were destroyed, 100,000 people were made homeless, and as many as 300 people died many of whom were the very people that Mr. Moody had invited to take a week to decide what they should do about Jesus. Many of them delayed the most important decision they could ever make. What should I do about Jesus? 
Perhaps some of these people decided to love and follow Jesus before the fire ripped through the city. But as Mr Moody deeply regretted later, perhaps some people put off the decision and due to death, homelessness or relocation, never again had the opportunity to decide what to do about Jesus. This was Mr Moody's deepest regret in his life and he vowed never to do it again. Whenever the opportunity came, he made sure he told people about Jesus. Not just his birth, (laughs) but his death and his victory over sin and death for us, that we might be forgiven and be made perfect and live forever with him. This message from the Bible is just too important to wait for. As we read through Luke, we will gradually make our way to the cross. And there is so much good stuff about Jesus to read about along the way. But for now, the Dobbos want to learn from Mr. Moody. Don't delay. Tell people about the most important news they will ever hear. The good news about Jesus. to make. We can ignore King Jesus and what he has done for us and try to run our lives our own way. But this decision means we reject his offer of forgiveness and life with him. This is sad because we face the terrible consequences of eternity without God. On the other hand, we can choose to accept the truth that Jesus is the king of this world and that he died for us to forgive us from sin and bring us back to God. This decision means we are part of God's family. We can call ourselves a Christian and we now live with Jesus as our king. Becoming a Christian is the best and most important decision you can ever make in your life. But doing it alone is tough. 
it's best to find some people who are Christians or find a local church that reads the Bible. Then you can get help to answer any questions you may have and encourage you in your new faith. As the song said, don't ignore the word of God any longer. God is there. He is waiting for you to come to him. Talk to God, pray to him and ask Jesus to be your saviour and your king. Mm-hmm.